Welcome to Episodes of Television. I'm your host, Donald, bringing some more Your Pretty Faces Going to Hell, wrapping up Season 2 today, and that'll put us officially halfway through the series. I think I um, added it up a little, well, let's say added it up, but counted it out, I guess, would be better. Um, I'm thinking that it's that this series is going to be wrapped up probably February, March time frame. I think I'm pretty set on the next series. Um, I think I've decided between the two. I, uh, I thought about it for a while and then I, I decided on which one I want to do next. And I'll talk about that a little bit more as we get closer to the end of this series. I'm still really debating doing the Red Green Show. The problem with that is it's it's 15 seasons, and they're long seasons. It's very similar to, well, I guess, really any series. There's no, like, timelines in anything. They might have, like, a storyline of, like, um, Red Green's nephew comes in and then there's, like, a part where he leaves. Like, there's little storylines like that, but there's nothing that actually goes through. It's just a bunch of random, like, I won't even say adventures, just random episodes with, with basically the same skits. I don't know. I'm, I'm still really debating it. Like I said, it's 15 seasons and it's got a movie. And that's going to take an awful lot of time since this is just, I only have time to do this podcast monthly. I don't know. I really, really want to want to pursue doing the Red Green Show, but it's so long. So, so long. It'd be like if I did The Simpsons. It would take forever. I guess. Uh, I guess I'm just gonna go ahead and jump into your pretty faces going to hell. We got some uh, adventures on Earth. Uh, we're gonna meet Cerberus and Krampus, and we have some good times. I guess. All right. So, kicking off second half of season two. Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, starring Henry Zabrowski, Matt Servito, and Craig Rowan. Uh, we have the episode Cerberus. Saint walks into his office. It's completely destroyed, and there's poop on the floor. And Satan looks out, out of his window, and he sees Cerberus is just bowling through all the cubicles. So Satan goes down to the floor where Cerberus is, and he gets Cerberus to come up to him, and Gary's there, and they're both like, whoa, what's that smell? It, it smells rancid. And Satan tells Gary to lick Cerberus's butthole. I don't know why. I Maybe it's fun for Satan, I don't know. Uh, Gary asks what, what kind of breed Cerberus is, and Satan says, well, he's half me, he's half some poor Labradoodle. 
And we we see the um, the personalities for Cerberus. The middle head is mean, and I'm just gonna say this now. We find out that he's very anti-Semitic. Now the left head is smart, very very educated, and the right head is just dumb. Um, there's more on that a little bit later. Satan reveals that he is more of a cat person. And Satan says, why don't you, Gary and Claude, take care of, uh, take care of Cerberus. I almost said take care of Satan. Um, <clears throat> Claude says just to feed him broken glass. And this is kind of where we see the anti-Semitism from the middle head. So Gary says he's going to take Cerberus for a little walk, go, go check out a couple things. Um, Satan wants him wants uh, Cerberus tied back to the gate. And so Gary's ready to do that. And he says, you know, you could easily just break through this gate and go up to Earth. So while Gary is still holding on to the chain or the leash or whatever it is, Cerberus breaks through the great the gate and drags Gary to Earth. And he's excited while Cerberus is Is this grass? Yes, that's grass. And the sky is blue. Uh, we find out that each head has a goal, and I'll be referring to them as LH, MH, and RH. LH wants to see a fire truck and hear the sirens. R.H. says that he wants to see the doggy in the water and eat chocolate. Now this is where R.H. proves his stupidity. The smart uh, L.H. says, it's a reflection, you idiot. And R.H. responds, we do look very similar. I see where you make that mistake. M.H.'s goal is just to be pretty. So Gary says, "You, no, I gotta take you down to the to the gate and tie you up." And well, you know what? Satan's gonna cut my feet off anyway. So let's make a day of it. So they play frisbee. Uh, Mh catches the frisbee, and it's ripped in half and set on fire when he spits it out. Rh barks at the doggy in the water. Then all three heads bark at a woman in her Dalmatian. And Gary's like, get your dog out of here. Then we see R.H. barking at the doggy in the water again. And we see that someone has set a house on fire. There's a gas can in the front yard. Uh, so L.H. could see and hear the fire truck sirens. See the fire truck and hear the sirens. Then we see Gary and Cerberus riding in the back of a pickup truck. And now we're outside of a building that says 137th Westchester Dog Show or something like that. There's a lot of ribbons on Cerberus. Just a bunch on the heads. There's several on the body. <clears throat> Gary takes... Cerberus around a couple of times, showing him off to the judges. 
And then someone comes by to judge it, and he says, this is a odd breed. He goes, it's a, Gary says, it's a poochin. Uh, my experience is poochins are very small. Oh, you're mistaken. This is a very rare three-headed elephant poochin. I've never heard of the of the breed poochin. I I I really have not. So I was very like the first time I like I watched this, I thought, oh, he's just making like a poop joke. But Cerberus is inspected, and MH makes anti-Semitic comments. Like, the whole time he's there. Um, the man inspecting Cerberus says, Well, he can get a special participation ribbon, but I'm going to have to deduct points for mouth stains. R.H. ate a chocolate Easter bunny. I am stupid. That was one of R.H.'s goals, was to eat chocolate. Uh, so... He's he ate a chocolate Easter bunny. <laughs> he says Gary bought me an Easter bunny and it's really delicious. And Gary says, "No, it's ninety percent air. It's not bad for you." Uh, Cerberus dies there at the dog show. Gary goes back to hell and he's he's cut off L H and R H and he's tying them. To a pony. To pass the pony off Cerberus. Claude comes up and Gary asks. Do you have a spell that could like turn this pony into a dog? No. Gary goes up to Satan and takes him a little little cute kitty. Satan takes and says. Oh I love kittens. And then he eats the whole thing. Just shoves the the kitty into his mouth and slurps up the tail like it's a piece of spaghetti. I actually want to know how they filmed that. I really do. Gary brings the pony in after Satan asks where Cerberus is. And Gary is just trying to play it off. Cerberus is right here. He's as healthy as a horse. Are you buying it? And that's the end of Cerberus. Well, the end of the episode, not the end of the dog. Um... My favorite scene was the montage of activities. It was just just fun, just barking in the water and then house on fire and in the truck and it was just fun. This episode is called Nubile. This one, I really didn't take a lot of notes because I was like, what the F is going on? <laughs> like, it's... <sighs> Let's just get into it. Uh, Demon Caleb is teaching a class on, as he says, computers and social media. And uh, what was it he said? He said that everybody was going to be on an intercontinental line. And that's why they had the vernacular online. Yeah, that's what he says. And... Claude says something like, I died a lot more recently. I can get you more eyes with with clicks in a day by Monday. And <laughs> Caleb says, if we wanted eyes, we'd go pluck them out of children. 
And Satan is just, he's fed up. He's had enough of this. And he's remembering back to the way it was back in the 80s. Said, you know, you didn't follow somebody with a click. You know, a group who would follow the band around and everything. And we see Satan in his office, sitting on the floor. And he's listening to classic rock records from the band Bile. And Garen Claw come in and they see that he has really small horns. So he's trying to hide, he tries hiding him with his hands, tells him to leave, puts his other horns back on. Gets him back in there. And, there's, and he has a quick 1983 flashback. Uh, you know, just hanging out with the band and the hookers. And, well, groupies. They look like hookers. Uh, just hanging out with the groupies and the band. And, you know, just having a good time. And he says, you know what? I want Bile to get back together. And Claude says that, you know, they they play some kind of festival together, like, or they have their own, like, cruise fest or something. They, they play on a cruise, and, like, that's their main job now or something. Um, I'm trying to fill in gaps in my notes from memory. Um... Gary and Satan, they sing this song called Imp in the Furnace. And then Claude says, well, I can get you a new set of fans. We take this. We sample it. We have a rapper go over top of this. And he has some, like, really bad, like, lyrics. Satan, Gary, and Claude, they get blowing hookers for bile. We're talking, like, some really old dudes. <laughs> Probably like in their 60s. Mm, 50s, 60s. If I had to guess. And there's a little bit of a issue between Bile and Satan. Satan says, I want you to play Bonnaroo South by. And the singer for Bile says, those are two different festivals, idiot. So... Satan smacks Claude for telling him the names of these, making it sound like, what festival? Bonnaroo South By? Yeah, the Bonnaroo South By Festival. And that's what Satan's calling it. So he smacks Claude for that. And Claude tries to save himself by saying, you're playing both of those. And we see that Gary is trying to give direction to Bile. Uh, hey, guitarist, you can't sit down. You got to stand up. Well, if he's sitting down, can I sit down? No, you can't sit down, bassist. The only person that can sit is the drummer. I have a bad back, so I have to stand. <laughs> and then Bile calls Satan the Velvet Lurker, among other nicknames. Um, Cock Blocker for, is uh, one of them. Um, there's a couple others. And they made a song about him called The Velvet Lurker. And Gary starts freaking out after... Wait, is this one? 
Oh, when they, when they're telling the nicknames, uh, they tell the story about Satan and how he was always just being a fool, uh, do whatever they they said. Um, said that one guy lost his pick down the toilet, so he took the toilet out, reached down in the in the drain, and pulled out a pick, and they never put a pick down there. Uh, saying he'd scare the talent away, you know the women. And that's when they said they made a song about him. So Gary's like, "What? No, you you can't play this song. He's going to to torture you. What's he gonna do to us? He's gonna rip your brain out through your faces." I love that. Uh, Satan comes in, and he says that they made a backwards MD three, meaning MP three, and. Claw has it on his laptop and he has to render it so it plays backwards. And it says Satan is pussy. So they say Satan's a pussy? No, 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 that's not what it's saying. It's say- No, it, it clearly sounds like it's saying uh, Satan is a pussy. And Satan says it's supposed to say Satan is proceeding with his diabolical plan. And they play it again. It goes Satan is pussy. Satan is pussy. And Bile says, we got a new song. We want to play it at the show. It's called The Velvet Lurker. And they start kicking into it. And Gary destroys the drums. (laughs) He's just hitting the drums. He goes, I thought I saw a wasp near the snare drum. It's time for the concert. And... They have a set list made, and it's only one song called The Velvet Lurker. And Claude says, this is the one song I told you not to put on here. And it's the only song. So the singer's like, we're dedicating the song to Satan. And they start singing it. He's like, you're a party tumor. You're scaring the talent away. Um, You dance like a fool. You're um." We had to stay high to survive around you. And when Satan's like, oh, I get it. They make fun of me. Cool. Hey, Gary Claude, no one gets out alive. And he leaves. And then we see that the venue's on fire. And the members of Bile are now dead. And they're playing Velvet Lurker. Live and on repeat. Gary goes in to talk to Satan. Says, hey, can uh, we get them to take like a five minute break? Everyone's sick of hearing this song. Oh, something came down and ate the guitar's fingers. So he's just trying to play with nubs. The singer's just a skeleton. Well, we can make him rattle at the microphone. And Satan looks up and says, do it again. (laughs) That's the end of Nubile. Uh, my favorite scene was Gary freaking out. Uh, they're gonna—he's gonna rip your brains out through your faces. I love that. In the backwards MD3, that was that was another part I liked. National buffoons fireballs. Now on the last podcast, when I said the episode title, I think I said national lampoons, but I meant national buffoons. So that—that's on me. Um, demons are shoveling in what they call chicken hell. 
uh, any chicken nugget you eat, chicken patty, chicken finger, it all ends up there in chicken hell. They're, they're in like a cave, shoveling. Um, Eddie, Eddie looks through this hole in, in the rock wall and sees two ladies showering through people, and they're pretty cute. And then um, Dizay's looking through there, and Benji says he has to put his penis through that hole in the wall. Gary says, I love this, there's no women behind, or there's no women through there. There's just a rock, and I know because that rock is my wife. And he looks, he goes, whoa, there's women. So the demons all get shovels and they try to break the wall down so they can go get the women. The the chicken hell cave starts collapsing, so they have to run out. And a computer is explaining it's impossible to get where they are. It's called Slut Circle, where women crave the D, but they can never have it. Says he has a plan to get there, but they have to listen to him. And this computer has a name, but I didn't find this out until later, so I'm going to save it for a little bit later. Um, he has Gary covered in peanut butter to be eaten by a monster named Seth and spit over the ridge and a slut circle. So Gary's covered in peanut butter and he's got a rope tied around him. And he's supposed to be eaten. And then when he is spit over the ridge, they all hold onto the rope and they all go. Well, Seth eats Gary. And the computer asks Eddie about a job, another job about hacking into something. And he says, you're a computer, you do it. Why can't Benji do it? Why can't this other guy do it? We're helping him. We're helping Dizay with the laser pointer of you know where to spit Gary. Well, Claude brings another computer, and this computer says Russ is lying. So the first computer is Russ, and Russ says, "Hey, you shouldn't even be here, Lance." So Lance is the second computer. Uh, Lance reveals that Seth loves peanut butter. Lance also says that there's a maintenance door, and all they have to do is go up there and flip a switch, and they can get through the door. But they have to be wary of the penis laser. One of the demons just decides to run up and is shot by the penis laser, because if you have a penis, it automatically detects that you're a man, and it shoots you in the penis, and when William goes up there, he explodes. Gary's inside of Seth's mouth, and he's having, like, acid or something dripped on him. And he is saved by Ted. That's the guy's name, Ted. Um, and they play a game called, like, belt toss or something. They take a belt and they try to toss it on a tooth. Well, we go back to the demons and said that the only way to get up there is to cut a penis off. Claude's like, nope, I'm out. And Eddie ends up having his penis cut off to get up to the door, and the laser cannot shoot him because it does not detect a penis. And he gets there, and it's not a switch, it's a number panel. And everyone's like, try 666. It's not 666. 
And then he's like, I'm coming back down. So he turns around, walks back down. Gary tells Ted he wants out of being in Seth's mouth. Ted says, well, just go up through the nasal passage and there's a way out. Like, he can sneeze you out. Um, Gary tries to get Ted to go. Ted wants to stay because that's what he knows. He can hide from Satan. He can just live his eternity in there and he's used to it. Gary goes through the nasal passage. He gets sneezed out. He's passing over a circle. Hey, ladies, I'm Gary. What's your name? And then you see that Ted is sneezed out, and he is caught up immediately to Gary. And they're talking, I'm, I'm glad you made it out, Ted. You're not going to regret this. You know, even if you shoot for this, the moon, you still land among the splat. Ted splats all over a circle. Or... Over a rock, I mean. I'm sorry. Um, Gary is shot back to chicken hell. And he lands in front of a farmer. And this farmer's like, are you here for my daughter? Because if you are, we're going to have problems. And this girl hits him with a shovel. Turns out her name's Bertha. And he's, she's like, hurry, before daddy wakes up. I don't know where I'm getting this accent from. Um... Gary, look, uh, she says, we can do this quick. Just don't look at my pubic hairs. Okay. And she lifts her arm up and he sees that she has snake hairs for her armpit. And she says, what are you doing? I told you not to look at my pubes. You you think those are pubes? You get them during puberty. When did you hit puberty? Recently. So Gary turns to stone. He's wheeled back. By um by Claude, I believe it was. And he's like, I got laid. And Dizzy's like, alright. Like, goes to pat him on the back and he falls and tips over and breaks. And Claude says, I 100% saw this coming. And my favorite scene was when the computer, the computers were scheming in the multiple scenes. Yelling at each other, you're like, no, he's wrong, I'm right. That kind of stuff, you know. Watch out for the penis lasers. Nakota 666. It's not 666. Uh, this one's called Spunk. This one <laughs> has a line in it. And I swear I had never laughed as hard at this episode than I did at that line. And keep in mind, I've watched this series through several times. But this line, Wow. I don't know why, but watching it through this time, it just it just made me laugh almost hysterically. Alright, so Ted's pulling some other demon's nose hairs to get demon tears. Well, they're supposed to be tears from a human. Since he was a human in life, he's like a human demon. He's I don't I don't know. Uh, the cup is given to multiple people. And eventually Benji gets it, and he takes it to Eddie, who's in a bathroom, and he pours it into a toilet, stirs it up, and Benji asks if the file's ready. Uh, Eddie takes a sip, and he starts hallucinating. He sees, like, Eddie's head on a, a lady's body, like a lady in a bikini. And then he picks something up. 
and he actually ripped in real in the reality of hell he's ripped off his own stomach skin so benji lets everybody know that it's ready the demons all come in and drink it and they're all working down where the bodies or souls or whatever come down to hell and gary is drunk and he is acting a fool towards satan he goes up to him and he says why you come to italy if you know like the food <laughs> he starts taking it looks like intestines and hitting satan he's like you're stupid you're stupid satan takes it and he starts whipping him and gary is hallucinating that Satan is playing jump rope. And he's seeing Cinderella dressed in yellow. Went upstairs to kiss a fella. <laughs> and then Satan stops. And he looks at his and goes. Does hey, you stand up when I'm in the room. And he's laying on his back. He goes I am standing big dog. So Satan calls for drug tests. For, you know everyone has to take a urine test. Ted pees his pants. And Claw comes up and he says. Is the wine, Satan. And then they all peer pressure Satan to drink it. And he starts hallucinating. He's uh, spinning a volleyball on his finger. It's uh, a demon's head. Then he's hanging out with some girls in a hot tub. He's in like a lava tub with some skeletons. And <laughs> Carrie's laying there in the fetal position. Satan's like, nope, shut it down. We're killing the spider. Because, okay, I, I, I missed a point here. Ted explains how it's, or Eddie explains how it's made. And he said, you know, he's being tortured and the spider held him down. He ejaculated on him and got in the pus from a sore and it mixed in his mouth and it made him, you know, trip. So that's when Satan's like, okay, we're killing the spider. We're shutting it down. Um, well, the saint, uh, the demons get him to stop. The demons get Satan to stop. And Claude gives him a plan, you know, make it, mark it to people on earth. They drink it. They go nuts. They kill each other. Get more souls that way. So Satan approves. And we see that some of them are sitting out of line and the spider is just doing his thing. Into a, into a bottle. And Claw comes up and he says, I have to inspect it. So he picks the bottle up and just starts guzzling this. And he, he takes the bottle and he's, he gets real mad. He's like, it tastes like spider jizz. And I like it. And I lost it. I lost it. Uh, Benji is pitching a story to Satan for a commercial. And Claw comes up, sorry I'm late. And uh, let's rehearse the commercial. And they rehearse the commercial and they're like, tailgate Tony doesn't know what to do at the party. He's like, I brought a yodeler. And then VC takes a drink of the spunk. And his head swells and explodes. Um, they have a commercial filmed ready for Satan. Check it out. They play it. And it's exactly what they rehearsed. 
and then they took like a clip of VC saying something and and put like a little circle with VC's head on top of his body where his head is supposed to be and just looks really bad. Um, I think it was Eddie lets him know that the spider's penis fell off because he was masturbating so much and only one bottle was made. And Claude says, well, we send it up there. We get him hooked on it. And Satan's like, how do we get him hooked on one bottle, you idiot? And this whole episode, Claude is like drunk. It's hilarious. Uh, Claude wants it, but Gary wants it too. So they fight for it in... I couldn't tell if it's a blood dome or bone dome. And everyone's chanting, Two guys enter, then it's done. Uh, they're hanging on by some harnesses and they're lowered down. Gary grabs a chainsaw and Claude drinks the bottle and just drinks it. Hey, hey, hey can I have some? No, we can share it. Okay. He's like, there's a little bit left in my half and you can have it. So Claude keeps drinking and he hands it to Gary and Gary takes a drink. Spits it out and goes, that's a lot. There's a, It's mostly backwash. Uh, Claude hallucinates that Gary's there, just like, hey, buddy. And his head starts swelling. And then Gary, we see Gary and Claude, their heads are both swelling and they explode. And that's the end of Spunk. My favorite scene was when Claude says, it tastes like spider jizz. And I like it. Alright, I had to switch notebooks. I uh, used the last few pages of my notebook. For those episodes, we got two more. Uh, this one is called Krampus Knocked. It's very Christmassy. Even though we're in... When this goes up, it'll be October, so it's more like Halloween. For us. Uh, Gary's decorated... And this notebook is... Um lined differently so I didn't wasn't able to take as many notes so I'm going to try to do this as um, as best as possible Gary's decorated his cubicle for Christmas he took uh, someone's I think it was VC stomach meat and made a stocking and he's got Christmas stuff everywhere and Claude's like what are you doing Christmas celebrates the birth of Satan's enemy Satan comes up and says it's all right. It's so commercialized. Jesus don't get the credit anymore anyway. And he's he says, you know, back in the good days we had Krampus, and he, and you couldn't tell what this guy would do. He'd put you in a drowning tub, or he'd put you in his gypsy cart, and you and someone would never see their kid again. Man, those were good times. He says, you know what? Let's bring Krampus back. Yeah, let's put some fear in these kids. So we see that Gary is climbing a mountain, and he's and he falls, but he's saved by somebody who's named Gumfanickel. And we see that Claude is already with Krampus. It's hilarious because Claude says, you, you teleported to the bottom of the mountain. Yeah, I teleported to the bottom of the mountain so I could climb it, 
fall, and almost lose my balls because the harness was too tight. Are you saying what you actually did, but in a sarcastic tone? Yes, I am. <laughs> and Krampus said something that was actually very smart. He says, whenever a kid farts, he gets a participation trophy. When they took away spanking, the kids didn't know what consequence was. And for me personally, I 100% agree. I'm not going to get into that, but I'm just going to say I agree with, with those statements. Um, it's, it's another one of those, I have to fill in some gaps here. So I'm trying to think if some if this happened. Krampus tells them because they say we want you to come back. We want you to, you know, do your Krampus thing. And he says, "I'm retired now. I tried to get Gumfinickel to do it, and Gumfinickel says, "Well, who will blow the horn to warn the peasants of the avalanches?" And Krampus looks at him and says. When you blow the horn, you cause the avalanche. Are you trying to warn them in the future? <laughs> I love that. Krampus agrees to go back and help Satan and Gary and Claude. And they, they set up a mall workshop. And a woman brings her son, son over. And, oh, hey, look, they set up a second Santa workshop. Okay, well, for this much money, you can get your photo taken and this. And she goes, no, no, that's all right. So her son, his name is Ethan, goes up there and he sees Krampus. Which I don't know why the kid wouldn't be like, you don't look like Santa. Because he doesn't look like Santa. He just looks like Krampus. Claude was annoyed with the woman because... The kid goes in there, and she's taking pictures with her phone. He's like, really? You're going to lie to my face, say you don't want a picture, and then take pictures with your phone. Um, I wrote Satan. I meant Krampus. Krampus is talking to Ethan. He's like, I know that you pee in the shower. I know that you broke your sister's iPad, and you said that it fell. Close the shed. So Gary closes the shed door. And Satan's tongue unrolls. And he goes to... He goes like he was going to eat Ethan. And the woman's like, why the door closed? Well, if you had bought the package, you could get a video of saying exactly what's going on in there. But you said you didn't want that. Um, Gary gets Krampus to not eat Ethan. And he says, here, take a rootin' bundle. So you'll always remember me. And then the kid takes her son and they leave. And I like this part. Uh, mall security comes up and says, do you have a permit to put that, that work shed here? No, I don't think we got that. And we see Krampus is dancing in hell. Demons are making root and bundles. And 
Claude shows Gary the list, and he sees his stepnephew Jonas on it. In the very first home they go, or hold on, we're not there yet. Uh, Jonas is trying to barter with his parents. Uh, Gary's sister and her husband, uh, I think his name was Jeff from episode two. Or I'm sorry, uh, from the first episode of season two. The Cyclone, the Thin Twins episode. Um, no, you can't have this. Like, I want a Captain Nebula Planet Marauder toy gun or something like that. I didn't write down the name of the toy. Uh, Jonas tries bartering for it. The parents say no. And turns out, the first house they go to is to see Jonas. We drew names out of a hat. Claude and Gary are carrying the drowning tub and fill it with water, my minions. We're going to fill it inside because we got to turn it sideways to get it through the door. They put it down and Claude gives Gary a gun to shoot Krampus. I don't think a gun would do anything to Krampus. Uh, they get inside and Gary's like trying to be all cool and okay, he's not in this part. Are you in the closet? No, there's no one in here. They look out the window and they see a trail of like rootin' bundles from the cart they were in. And oh no, he he, he kidnapped my stepnephew Ju uh, Jonas. I almost said Judas. Uh, so they follow him to the mall. And Gary's Gary sees Jonas. He's checking him out. Uh, you have your fingers, your toes. Did he try eating you? Uncle Gary, I thought you were dead. You cannot tell your parents about any of this. I want this toy gun. I'll get a trash can and bust in a window and get it for you. And Gary and Jonas come up to Claude and Krampus is like trying to sharpen a giant novelty axe. And he is taken down by mall security. Gets arrested. Gary and Claude are talking to Satan in, in Satan's office. And he says he didn't drown one single kid. No. Was that before or after he got arrested for trying to assault a security guard with a novelty axe? Just shut the whole thing down and take him home. Gary and Claude get Krampus from the jail. I am to be sentenced on the 17th. Eh, you don't have to worry about that. But what we got for you is a bunch of swollen kids and they're full of Mountain Dew. Gets him in the back of a van. You lied to me, Gumpfenickel. And we see that Jonas unwraps a very special toy for uh, Christmas. It's the toy gun that he wanted. And he's like, I killed you, Mommy. I killed you, Daddy. I thought we said no toy gun. I don't know where that came from. Oh, it's a Christmas miracle. I killed you, Mommy. I killed you, Daddy. And that's the end of Krampus Knocked. And my favorite scene was at the beginning in Gary's cubicle. When he's like, it's all decorated for Christmas. And the other thing I liked was when they were in Krampus's house talking to him. He's like, I tried to give it to Gumpfenickel, but he wants to blow his horn. Alright, this is the final episode of season two. It is called Heaven. And one thing I did like about this was it changed the title card to 
your pretty face is going to heaven. Gary's welcoming newcomers to hell. They come down the chute. They get put on the hook. He takes their guts out. There's a video at the end. There's a guy there named Ubuntu. I think this is the only episode he's in. I don't remember him being in any others. Claw comes up, gives Gary crap, and comes up to him a minute later and says, Hey, Satan wants to see you. So he goes up to office, and there's an angel, a man, Satan, and Gary. And the angel says, There's a clerical error, and that, uh, Satan says, how many R's are in your name, Gary? One. J-A-R-Y, Gary. And <laughs> that's when the angel's like, there's a clerical error, because Gary with one R is supposed to go to heaven, and Gary with two R's, this guy, is supposed to be in hell. Satan asked if he can pluck out Gary's eyes one last time. The angel's like, no, I can't let you do that. But what you do to this guy, it doesn't matter. All right, give me five gallons of boiling oil, some barbed wire, and the child molester that dresses up like a clown. <laughs> um, Gary gets up to heaven, and he's like, whoa, are these snacks? Yeah. Can I eat these snacks? Yeah. Awesome. So Gary's excited for snacks, and the angel, he has a hard-on for golf. And golf courses. He's like, we got this many golf courses, and we play golf all the time. Then he takes him to go meet the people he'll be working with. Um, there's Claudius, Beth, and I forget the other two names. Uh, he goes and meets him. Then one guy, uh, Claudius, he's like, I'm coming up with this idea called angel news it's like a newspaper for heaven he's like gary's like that's lame nobody wants to read a newspaper what people want to read are comic books jesus man radioactive jesus bites a man so he gets jesus-like powers he has eye beams that can forgive you from a distance and he can shoot webs and it was funny, they talked about him having like a hammer or something, like plagiarizing Thor. Then when they shot down the plagiarizing Thor idea, he's like, he shoots webs like Spider-Man. I added the Spider-Man part. Uh, we see Gary working at a computer with a headset on. He's like, hey, this girl wants it to snow. Can I make a snow for her? No, you don't have to cover up the mic. They can't hear you. Then why does it have a mic? It comes as part of the headset. He said, if God has an unforgettable memory, why are you writing stuff down? You can. You don't have to. It's really what you want to do. You can work at your own pace. I can work at zero pace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then Gary is sitting there. And he has a feeling like the masturbating spider is like trying to crawl on him. So Beth is like, I think he's got PTSD. And he, the whole time he's out there, he's like, oh man, I got, I got to poop. Where's your bathroom? There is no bathrooms. It's heaven. We don't, you know, waste not whatnot. Well, I have to waste much. He goes to a pottery place as the golf 
golfing angels like oh it's only for women he was very like sexist uh gary i put a pot he makes a pot and then he poops in it well he doesn't poop in it but he poops out claude benji and ubuntu they're like hanging in his butt and uh they talked to him hey we uh there was no clerical error we i hacked saint peter's book for access to get up here to spy on heaven And at one point, he, I forget what it is, he said he, he had made us, oh, he was telling the guys, uh, the, the new, the new angel crew, they're like, hey, that's a nice pot, by the way, it's a soup tureen, we, we should have soup sometime, that sounds good. Uh, so, Gary's in church with everybody, and they're all singing hymns, and dancing, and Starts farting. He's a uh, the floor is creak. The floor is creaky right here. So he leaves, and Claude's like, "Hey, I just want you to moon some stuff. I'm gonna take some pictures." So he starts mooning stuff. Claude is planting dynamite all over heaven, and when Claude's like, "Okay, we're all done," and then they go back down to hell. They say, Gary, Gary, uh, the new issue of Jesus Man is here. Or the first issue. One thing they talked about, he's like, kicking kicking evil in the balls. And they had a big thing about it. Like, you can't say balls. Why? It's not like they're saying dick. Uh, kicking evil in the golf balls. So, he, he sees the cover. It's Jesus Man. It says, kicking evil in the golf groin. What's a golf groin? Well, they wouldn't pass golf balls. But it's still edgy. My grandma says golf balls. And she won't even say like, damn or pussy. And I love that Gary's just like, throwing these words everyone else is like, no, we can't say that. As they're all checking out Jesus Man comics, uh, the dynamite explodes, destroying a lot of heaven. And he's like, there were demons in my butt that made me do this. I'm sorry, it's not working out, Gary. So Gary goes back down to hell, and he's being greeted by Ubuntu, and he says, and in Ubuntu's language, there's a video at the end. I know there's a video, Ubuntu. And that's the end of heaven. That's the end of season two. My favorite scene was when they were all talking about Jesus, man. When they were like, Planning it out. He's got eye beams. He, he, she shoots webs. He's bitten by radioactive Jesus. Uh, he kicks evil in the golf growing. That's my favorite part of it. Alright, so that wraps it up. Remember, you can find the podcast at Anchor, Apple, Google, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. You can email me at epsoftv at gmail.com. Um, you know, I'm still looking for guests. I'm looking for co-hosts. Just email me. Tell me you're interested. We'll work something out. Just want to say big, 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 big thank you to everybody that listens, shares. I don't have anybody that 
emails me or anything. I don't know any of the listeners. I don't know what anyone wants, what anyone likes. i just saying thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with it. Um, I was looking at analytics, and man, this blows my mind. Not only do I have listeners in the United States, which is where a majority of them are com- have come from, but Ireland, Russia, some in Australia, uh, Republic of Lithuania, Italy, Germany, Spain, Brazil, the UK, Argentina, Poland. It blows my mind that I have had listeners in various countries of the world. That blows my mind. Now, I don't know how much of an episode that someone listens to. If they just click it and then turn it off, I don't know. But um, seriously, thank you, everybody that listens. Um, I don't I don't say it enough. But it it is truly just astonishing. Um, on the next episodes of television podcast, I'll be starting the first half of season three with episodes straight out of Hades, Circle Jerk, MCM, CV, III, which I had to look this up means 1998 in Roman numerals. Uh, three demons and a demon baby. Healy, the tree huger bomber. That's a that's a big Ted episode and one of my favorites. And torture. And that's kind of a good stopping point because it's kind of like a two parter there. It's a two parter without being a two parter. So. I think I just did this in my head very quickly. March should be the start of the next series, unless I take a uh, some time off, like I did after Ed and Eddie. Um, I don't know what if I'm going to jump straight into it or take a break or what yet. I really don't. Um, after Ed and Eddie, I I needed a break, so I took one. Um, I may jump into it. I haven't fully decided yet. Um, I've got other things I have to worry about and plan out. Um, I do more than just the podcast. I have several projects I do. Yeah, so like I said, we're halfway through. Your pretty face is going to hell. Um, hopefully I get some more seasons. I can jump back to it. Um... Again, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I'm still just totally dumbfounded that I have listeners in other countries. Like, I never expected to have a listener in Ireland. I was like, oh, it's probably going to be like a nobody podcast. It pretty much still is. But um, I didn't think I'd have like hardly any listens and seeing where my listens are I'm not disappointed but I'm not like ecstatic either I'm at like a happy medium with it like I like I like my numbers because I never expected it to hit these numbers and it has so I'm, I'm excited for that and I want to do more quality content 
for for all of you but i don't know how to do it since i have no like feedback maybe that's um motivation for you guys to give me feedback like i said um i'm looking for guests if someone wants to come on hey i'm going to cover this episode with you all right cool um if you want to try being a co-host we can try to work something out um just email me epsoftv at gmail.com again you can find the podcast at anchor apple podcast google podcasts spotify breaker overcast pocket cast radio public and stitcher and remember I'll be covering Straight Out of Hades, Circle Jerk, MCM, CVIII, or 1998, Three Demons and a Demon Baby, Healy, The Tree Huger Bomber, and Torture on the next episodes of television.